0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: I'm Martin Strong, and in a moment we'll be checking in with John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as Johnny Smart Point. JohnnySmartPoint.com will get his take on things. But first, some of the consumer news from the past week. The Bank of Canada stayed put this week, deciding to keep interest rates steady at 5%. They didn't raise them, but they also didn't lower them. The head of the bank, Tiff Macklem, says inflation has come down a lot since the summer of last year, but it's still too high. And he says the long-term strategy of higher interest rates is working to cool the economy, and that's helping to control the massive inflation we've been seeing. It was was interesting that before they made that announcement on Wednesday, the Bank of Canada basically told the provincial premiers to keep their noses out of the central bank's business. This was after the premiers of BC, Ontario, and Newfoundland and Labrador wrote a letter to the Bank of Canada governor, Tiff Macklem, just a few days before they made their decision on interest rates back in September. In that letter, the premiers outlined their concerns about what another interest rate hike would mean on their provinces, basically telling the bank to give us all a break and think about lowering the rates. Macklin fired back with a letter saying they don't want advice from the provinces because it would make it seem like the Bank of Canada is not independent which is what it's supposed to be. It's hard to believe with all the rain we've had uh, the past couple of weeks and how cold it suddenly has been, but parts of BC are still in a pretty serious drought While an atmospheric river did bring some much-needed rain to parts of southern B.C. earlier this month, and some places even got snow this past week, dry conditions are still a problem. Climate geoscientist Joseph Shee with the University of Northern B.C. says the drought in central and northeast B.C. is a critical situation. The National Hockey League has backed down and removed the ban on rainbow-colored pride tape. You may have seen it instead of the traditional white or black hockey tape on the stick. It's a very colorful rainbow that expresses uh, support of the LGBTQ plus community. The NHL originally banned it, saying it would be a distraction, would bring politics into the game. That didn't go over well with a lot of the players saying they were going to use it anyway. And the league now says players can use rainbow hockey tape anytime they want, whether it's practice or in actual games. The oldest known dog in the world has passed away. Bobby was 31 years old. He was from Portugal. A purebred Rafairo do Alentejo, which is a dog bred to guard livestock. Average life expectancy, 12 to 14 years. But Bobby was 31 years old. That's 217 in dog years. He lived on a small farm in a little Portuguese village about a hundred miles from Lisbon. Bobby's life sounded pretty good, and, and maybe that's why he was able to live so long. He always roamed around freely, never was on a leash or a chain, and interestingly, he spent a lot of time hanging around with a lot of cats. So, I don't know if that means something, but uh, RIP there, Bobby, 31 years old, a dog from Portugal. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And coming up, we're going to talk real estate. We'll hear from John Carlson. You know him as Johnny Smartpoint. You can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. It's time to talk real estate. And though the Bank of Canada this past Wednesday didn't raise interest rates, it also didn't lower them either. They kept it at 5%. The BC Real Estate Association chimed in after the announcement, calling the current interest rates an anchor that will continue to weigh down home sales in the province over the next year. The BCREA also released its fourth quarter forecast, and they figure that residential sales will be down 5% this year. And they say that as long as the Bank of Canada keeps interest rates at or around 5%, home sales will remain sluggish. But... There's still not much out there to buy. So while the number of sales are down, prices seem to be holding steady. But what does this all mean for you if you're buying or selling, maybe upsizing, maybe downsizing, maybe you're trying to own your own first home? Uh, with us now to help us with that question is our man on the ground in the trenches of the Vancouver real estate market in all the different areas of the Lower Mainland, our friend John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him, of course, as Johnny Smartpoint. You can find him online at johnnysmartpoint.com. John Carlson is with us. Hi, John. How are you?
2: Hey, Martin. Great to be back on a day like today. Thank you.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to getting your take on all this, the interest rates holding steady. What does this all mean and what's the future and stuff? But I want to get right to uh, a guest that we have because uh, it always amazes me that uh, your clients are eager to to sing your praises and they love coming on the radio to talk about their experience. And uh, with me now is Kathy, her and her husband Shane just sold a house in Langley with your help. And Kathy is with us now. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Martin. Great to talk to you. So you just sold a house. Congratulations. You and your husband Shane, Shane, in Langley with the help of Johnny Smartpoint, John Carlson. Tell us about that experience because you were eager to to come on the show and tell people about working with John. What was that like?
3: Oh, it was great. He was super easy to work with. I mean, I, I heard his advertisements on the radio because I listened to CKNW while I'm driving to work in the morning. And uh, I heard uh, Johnny Smartpoint, 2% Realty, I can save you money and of course in this day and age <laughs> with the cost of living and everything being so expensive you hear the words save money and you're like sign me up <laughs> but yeah so I I phoned him up and I think he came over like two days later and and we talked about wanting to sell our house and he said well let me look at all the comps in the neighborhood and uh let me uh you know we gave him a tour of the house and he then he said let me go home and you and your husband can talk about what you think is a fair price and then I'll come back and meet with you and let you know what a fair price for your home so yeah and he came back i think like i think he came back the following week we made an appointment for him to come back the following week and and he gave us what he thought our house was worth and at that time and, and compared it to all the other homes that had recently sold in the neighborhood and yeah and so we agreed upon a price and we put it up for sale and and then he just kept in touch with us and we got tons of showings booked but our house i guess is located on a at the end of a street uh sort of a t people called it in our backyard yeah and our backyard's kind of small and in our neighborhood where we live it's a a newer development so of course all the houses are very close together so it took a, it took a while but um yeah he we he finally got it sold for us we we thought we had it sold but that's another thing that's going on is uh the the people are having a hard time getting financing from the banks because of all the new rules and interest rates and whatnot. So we had a an offer a month after we put it up for sale and then the people weren't able to get financing. So it kind of fell through.
1: Right.
3: And then, um, yeah, and then like, I think about a month and a half later, uh, some people that had come and looked at it and uh, came back and, and bought it off of us. So it all worked out great. And
1: that's that's why you want somebody like John, because uh, not only does he do the research and you know you're getting what the house is worth, but also when things get a little complicated, when financing from a buyer drops out, that must have it it must have been kind of scary. and it must have been good to have somebody like John know the ins and outs
3: of all that, oh, yeah. I mean, I sort of thought it, for myself personally, if I was going to buy a house that was worth over a million dollars, I would go to the bank and get a pre-approved mortgage before I'm going to go and start putting offers in on houses, especially the uh, everybody kind of knows, I think, what how things are going with the bank these days. But John, yeah, John was disappointed. <laughs> but we said, oh, well, let's soldier on and keep going when it's meant to sell, it's meant to sell when the right person comes along and, and they did. Yeah. John, John, uh, I mean, he tried his best to get the deal to go together, but if the bank isn't going to give them financing, there's not much any of us can do. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned. Uh the The T junction of the house, which is something that a lot of people are concerned about. It, it basically the if you drive down a street, you either turn left or right or you go straight into the house. But it's still a beautiful house that you sold, and like you say, sold for a lot of money. Uh, were you happy with the way John uh, sort of uh, sold the house in terms of photographs and and the way he positioned it in the market?
3: Oh, yeah. The, his wife came in. I think after we decide we signed the agreement to sell the home, uh, his wife came in the next day and and took all the pictures. And oh my gosh, they were just beautiful. I was like, "That's my house." <laughs> she made <laughs> it look really nice. <laughs> I don't want to move now. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, yeah, he put the sign in the yard and he put face advertisements up on Facebook and he had it on the MLS. I think all the different real estate, it was on all the different real estate sites. And, and then, um, it, when it, when the deal fell through and things were moving kind of slowly, uh, the market did slow down because the interest rates went up again and things sort of slowed down. And then, so we lowered the price and then boom, we got all kinds of action again. And yeah. And, uh, like, I mean, John knows what to do to sell the house and uh, I mean he he showed and he's like he's so honest like he he keeps you informed all the way he he kept on sending us comps of different homes in the neighborhood and what they were selling for so I mean we had to lower the price and and uh he knew that so like he's he's like I don't want to tell you what to do it's your house and you can sell it for as much as you want but you know like the other people in the neighborhood are lowering their prices and they're selling for less so if you really want to sell it you have to be more competitive in the market so that's what we did mm-hmm. and, and then it worked
1: <laughs> and you mentioned that uh you like the idea of saving money because john is a two percent realtor so you feel like you saved some real dough
3: yeah yeah for sure i mean john went over and above for us and the fact that Um, when our house wasn't really selling he thought maybe we or we thought well maybe it's because he's offering a lower commission to people that were coming in to look at our house and and the realtors so he actually lowered his commission so that he could up the other guy's commission so that that uh, more realtors were bringing people in to look at our homes he just goes over and above and does what it takes to get the job done you know
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing uh, you'll be telling your friends uh, about John Carlson, Johnny Smartpoint, and also the next time, hopefully you don't have to to move again soon, but you'd be using John, I'm guessing.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I would highly recommend him. I mean, even uh, when we were buying our house, it was kind of tedious because the three offers had come in on the house that we wanted but luckily we are in a position that we could do an all cash offer with no subjects and no conditions and all that kind of stuff. So the people wanted to work with us and um, they were kind of firm on their price and it was far away from us, uh, not far away, but it was uh, a higher price than what we were able to, to pay. We had our max budget in mind because we have to live within our means as well. And, uh, he worked, and he talked to the realtor, and he told them, "You know, like my my guys have for sure financing and and you know, like the the other offer might have been a little bit higher, but they have they're subject to financing so if it falls through my guys are already now looking for something else and they may have found something and your deal might be gone and i i mean i don't know exactly what he said to the realtor but (laughs) (laughs) i was saying those things to john you know like you can bring this information to him and that there was another home in the neighborhood that sold for a similar price a little actually it sold for less than what we were offering and uh they said no, we're firm on our price. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, John called me back and said the offer, the the people, the sellers have had a change of heart, and they wa- were wondering if you still wanted to buy at the the amount that you had offered. There, w- they realized their house isn't worth quite as much as they thought it was, and they want to work, they want to put together a deal. And I said, yeah, of course. So we really like the house. And then John got the deal together for us and got us the house. Like,
1: well, congratulations to, to you and Shane. We're talking to Kathy. Uh, they just sold their house in Langley with John Carlson, Johnny smart point. And uh, this is kind of a, a little bit of a downsize for you You're kind of moving on to a new uh, era in your life.
3: Yeah. We're get, coming up to retirement soon. And, and uh, yeah, we did downsize a, uh, about a thousand square feet or so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's pretty common a lot of people doing that so so thanks so much for talking to us and uh and and congratulations on the sale and this this new part of your life i wish you all the best and uh and and any words for people who are thinking about selling their homes and maybe thinking about going to johnnysmartpoint.com? what do you say to them
3: oh well thank you very much and yes uh for sure i highly recommend john he's an upstanding guy he's honest he's up front he 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 works really hard to get the job done i mean even if it doesn't sell as quickly as you'd like it to he he doesn't he doesn't quit and he keeps in contact and he keeps you appraised of what's going on all the way along and and he yeah he he's just a he's a super nice guy In fact, he invited us over for karaoke one night. I'm going to hold him to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks a lot, Kathy.
3: Yeah, thank you. Another satisfied customer of Johnny Smart
1: Point. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. John Carlson. And uh, you're an all-service realtor. You also offer karaoke, which is uh, is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Kathy, thank you. Kathy and Shane, I'm telling you, working with them, was fantastic um and and Kathy just that you had the time and, and that you had you know the inclination even to to come on and, and tell people about it I very much appreciate it as I've already said to you you know working with you guys is great I'm looking forward to getting together with you socially now that you'll be uh, not so far away from where I'm at too and yes the karaoke mic is is always available for you uh, we're, we're kind of known for that Martin uh, at our place but um, what a great testimonial Kathy I just I just want to say thank you um And, you know, Martin, it's interesting because, you know, Kathy mentioned she listens to CKNW and that's how the introduction was made. And uh, yeah, I do recall being called over to her house. And of course, I go through the process with when it comes to evaluations and looking at comparable sales, the trends in the market, all that sort of thing. And and it's interesting because, you know, as Kathy mentioned, we had a ton of showings on that home and Sometimes you, you're luckier and sometimes you're a little less lucky. We, you know, that house was on a T junction and that was a major part of the feedback that we had from other agents. But even at that, you know, we had a couple of deals as she mentioned fall apart. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Kathy mentions, gee, why doesn't somebody get their financing together first? And I feel exactly the same way, but on the other hand, you know, my job as the listing agent, I can only go so far. And, and when, when this, these offers came in the last one in particular, Uh, that that didn't go together, you know, my job is to qualify. And so I can ask all the questions and I can ask for qualifications and this and that and get a million assurances, but sometimes things can happen. And in in that case, we had to go through while the market was dropping a bit, we had to go through that. So, um, you know, very, very, very
1: cool. Let's, let's take a break. And when we come back, there's a few things to unpack because that was a very interesting, uh, example of how you sell a house. And when we come back, I want to talk to to, to you a little bit more about how that went down. We'll also talk about uh, the market conditions and get your take on it. When Vancouver consumer continues with John Carlson, Johnny We'll be back
0: with more right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of C-
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and this is Vancouver Consumer and our guest this afternoon, our friend John Carlson. You know him as Johnny Smart Point. You can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. He's also available by phone 604-612-0080 or by email. It's really easy to remember. John at johnnysmartpoint.com. And uh, we just heard, John, from a very satisfied customer of yours, Kathy. Her and her husband, Shane, just sold a house in Langley. And it was just a really good example of what life is like in this real estate market. There are a few twists and turns in this market. And uh, one of them was price. uh, And right in the middle of you selling this house, interest rates were starting to go up. All of a sudden, financing was iffy and one of the offers fell through. And I guess that's just a fact of life now. And that's why you need a realtor who kind of knows how to price properly.
2: Yeah, that's, that's part of it. And again, it was just wonderful to hear Kathy, you know, come on the program with us. So again, thanks, Kathy. Uh, but you're right, Martin. That was a nice example of what you'll see in today's market when you put your house on the market. I mean, it didn't sell right away. Um, we had plenty of action. And and during the time we were on the market, the rates were going up and and things started to change a bit. Um, uh, you know, we had that issue with the T junction, which, you know, I figured was overcomable, and it was. But when you get tied up a couple of times with subject to financing for say a week to 10 days, and then the deal falls apart, you're off the market for that time. So we we kind of had to sell it two or three times. Um uh but you know, in the end, as Kathy said, the right deal came along. We when it, when it came time to reduce the price, you know we, we didn't take that lightly. But when you start to see, and this is a, another example of the trend, Martin, you may look at past comparables when you list your home. A month later, you might look at a couple of the new listings that hit the market that are very similar in your segment, and they are likely going to be a little bit or significantly cheaper than some of those sales. So You have to remember as a seller that past comparisons are one indication of what your value might be. But buyers generally are comparison shoppers, meaning we have a budget and we search the alternatives that are available to us and we make value judgments on those on those, uh, you know, choices that we have. And you've got to be competitive, not you don't have to sell to everybody, but you have to be uh, attractive enough to one person to get that offer as their favorite choice. So you know, we don't take that lightly, but we looked at the market and decided to make an adjustment. And, and price-wise, that's what it took.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you mentioned the, the T-junction, which is basically the house is at the end of a street that goes either left or right. And if you're going down the street and if you don't turn left or right, you're going right into the, uh, the driveway, which is not the, the worst thing that a house can have, but it is one of those things that might not really be an advantage when you're selling. And there's other disadvantages, like, like maybe the ceilings in the basement are too, too low or, or there's a ghost living in an attic or something, (laughs) but there's, there's all sorts of problems that, that you really need to overcome and one of the things that Kathy was really happy about was the way the, the property was presented on, on all the listings and on Facebook and the photographs, how important is that? And uh, you must be kind of proud of the way you, the way she talked about the way you way showed the house.
2: Well, yeah, I appreciate that as well, Kathy. Um, MLS is a visual medium as anyone who's on it knows um, pictures, floor plans, you know, uh, Matterport tours where you can walk through the house and get a feel for the layouts and jump from floor to floor to floor and see everything virtually. You know, these are these are ways to um, to make sure you cover one aspect of marketing, which is promote your strengths, show the the property to, to its greatest advantage. And and I was I was lucky in this one because Shane and Kathy keep a very clean and tidy and stylish house, so that house looked great before I ever walked in the door. But of course, during our preparation, we did a walkthrough and there was no staging necessary, just a little fine tuning here and there. And of course, um, you know, when my crew comes in headed by my wife, she is the head of my marketing crew. um, They're able to do a good job. So, yes, the house showed fantastic. And again, got many, many showings um, and it just was never quite in that uh, perfect range uh, for, for some buyer. And then when they did come, they couldn't get financing. But I know, you know, one thing from having 27 years experience in this building, in this business, I should say, is that, you know, if you're in the success zone, you look good, you are priced competitively. And, um, you know, sometimes there are little advantages or disadvantages you have to deal with. But if you're in the game, you're in the game. And then it becomes a matter of how you are able to handle offers as they come in and, and put the closing touches on things. So it took a little longer than we thought. And I think Kathy touched on that. But in the end, she was still happy because, you know, Shane and Kathy and I, we're a team, and when we had a couple of setbacks or when we thought we might get an offer and then we were second in line for the choice none of us panicked we you know we took it easy i think Kathy one thing you mentioned that i'm really happy about was that you said i was honest and upfront and thank you so much that's the main thing in this business but that i i didn't quit and we didn't quit you know we just kept our heads down and we said hey we're not going to panic we've got a good house here if it sells it sells if it doesn't it doesn't but I think it will, and we're just going to carry on. So I want to thank them for being a part of a team with me because it was the three of us together that got the job done.
1: And one of the first things that Kathy said uh, about you, for, uh, as well as saying that she she heard you on CKNW, which I always love to hear, but also that uh, she heard that uh, you're a 2% realtor, so that means uh, you would save her some money, and that was really important to her. And uh, I, I think that worked out well for her.
2: It did, and you know, and she mentioned something, and I'm glad she did because it's it's extremely rare. She mentioned that I actually came to the table uh, when it came time for this deal to go together, uh, in, beyond, in beyond the the discount commission that I offer, and and that's something that that really I don't do uh, h- hardly ever because, you know, I'm already upfront with the value proposition I offer, but, you know, in this market. Um, and commissions are negotiable, Martin. Here's the other thing, like Mm -hmm. save your money compared to what? Well, not compared to doing it herself, but that's the whole idea of the smart point. You've got a professional agent with experience and skills on your side, and yet you know, the the fee structure is better than most in the business. So that's, that's kind of the smart point. But in this market, Martin, if you look at the stats, it's pretty easy to see that there's a whole lot of realtors out there that have kind of jumped in the business in the last number of busy years. And now that the numbers are down for sales, a lot of agents are not doing the kind of business they want to do. And when it comes to a buyer's agent commission, we again, we were having deals fall apart. We were having really good showings and activity, but we just weren't clicking. And I, I said to them, I sat them down and I said, look, if there's any concern whatsoever that the 1% buyers agent commission that we're offering out is is a hindrance here. We did the math. I took out a calculator and I said, I'll tell you what, you know, we entered into business at good faith. I'm going to make the difference up on my side because I know you're buying with me again. So I did that because I liked them. I was um, displeased that we weren't as successful as I thought we should have been. And I wanted to make sure that they knew that I was prepared to do everything it took to, to get the deal done. And I didn't want anything to come out of their end. So again, this is a very rare kind of a thing that, that I, that I do, but in this particular case, you know, I did that. And, and between, you know, you and me and all the listeners out here, um, today, when it comes to buyer's agent commission with the state of the market right now, it's something that I'm talking to my clients about and, and basically suggesting that we look at, uh, you know, the various options. And those are things I can talk to people with per in, in person, but I'm always glad to save clients money compared to other agents they talk to. But as I've always said, the main thing is the results and how do you get the results? It's usually by being diligent and using your skills and experience to your client's advantage and being upfront and honest about the whole process. And if you do that, if I tell the truth as I understand it at all times when it comes to pricing, feedback, offers, strategy, you know, things work out. So that's in a nutshell how I work.
1: Mm -hmm. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons why you need Johnny Smartpoint on your side. And if you're thinking of uh, selling a property and uh, maybe it's down the road, it's not something you have to jump into right away, but it's worth talking to John and he's easy to get a hold of. If you go to johnnysmartpoint.com online, that's two N's in Johnny com with an H in there too, J-O-H-N-N-Y. Uh, you can also uh, send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com, or uh, you can always use the old fashioned telephone 604-612-0080 if you want to talk to Johnny Smartpoint, John Carlson. So uh, congratulations to Kathy and Shane and I mentioned off the top, uh, the interest rates and the bank of Canada last week set them at, uh, they didn't change them. So it's still 5%. And Kathy was talking about how during the process of selling the house interest rates were going up and that affected everything. So, you know, what's your take on things at 5%? Um, is it just, uh, going to continue to, to make this a little trickier, this market?
2: Well, you know, I don't know. We've talked about this a number of times on the program. And um, the full weight of the interest rate change has not really hit the market yet. It takes time as people's maybe, you know, uh, five-year terms come up and that sort of thing. And people need to refinance. Mm -hmm. It becomes a bigger and bigger problem if there's a big difference between yesterday's rates and today's rates. So. That's something that's working its way through the market. But, you know, the salesman in me is, is being reminded that everything is a potential tool or weapon to use, you know, in your in your sale and purchase process. When it came time to the purchase of their home and they were downsizing, we we found a house. If I have a minute on this one, this is the other success story with Shane and Kathy. We found a house that was perfect for them. It was a scaled down version of what they had. It was absolutely perfect i knew the house was priced under list these people wanted to get multiple offers they wanted to get a lot more than the list price but that's a risky strategy in this market you know so long story short when when it came time for us we wrote a very clean offer and we weren't the best offer the other agent couldn't tell me what the other offer was but i got the feeling it was probably at least 15 or 20 or twenty-five thousand dollars higher than our offer but we used our certainty financing wise you know as a tool and when it came time as kathy mentioned Originally they turned down our offer. They wanted to work with it. They proposed higher numbers to us and said, "Hey, if you come to where these other guys are or something to that degree, something to that effect, we want to work with you cuz your offer's clean, but we we didn't want to go that high." And uh, as Kathy mentioned, we, uh, you know, I hit him with everything I could and one of the, you know, one of the tools I had at my disposal was that as everybody knows, it's pretty risky right now to take your house off the market for a week or two and hope these people get their financing together. We were all cash. So mm-hmm. Everything is potentially something that you can use in your negotiation to do a good job for your client. And when when we got that house, I was you know I was probably as thrilled as they were because it was perfect for them, and a lot of the other alternatives Martin were not that attractive. So we put our heads together and we got a you know a great job done on that purchase as well because we convinced the seller that avoiding financing conditions had a value, and we convinced them that the value was the difference of our offers.
1: And that translated into actual money.
2: And a place that they love to live for the next five or 10 years. So that's the big thrill. I mean, when I know people are happy in their place, um, that's, that's everything.
1: Yeah, that's great. And also you've got a date for karaoke, as uh, Kathy mentioned. Uh, I, I didn't re- realize she did a lot of karaoke, but uh, she was uh, very pleased about that. That was one of the, the many things that Kathy was pleased about. So congratulations to Kathy and Shane and uh, John. Uh, you are available. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, uh, they can go to johnnysmartpoint.com online, or, uh, the phone is always good. 604-612-0080 or email john at johnnysmartpoint.com. So John, we will uh, talk to you in a, in a couple of weeks and, uh, keep on, uh, keep on doing the good work.
2: I'll keep working. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. You too.
1: See ya. John Carlson, johnnysmartpoint.com. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, do you have any old comic books at home? You might want to check after a beat-up old copy of Spider-Man has now gone up for sale for some serious dough. I'll tell you about that comic and some other stuff you may have in your house right now, all sorts of different things that could be worth some money. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKN
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. A Milwaukee comic book shop is selling a rare copy of the first appearance of Spider-Man. The store, called Collector's Edge, has acquired a copy of Amazing Fantasy number no. 15, that's the first appearance of Spider-Man, and the shop's owner, Steve Dobrinsky, says a couple found the book among a dead relative's possessions and brought it to him for help selling it. The 1962 comic book was written by Marvel Comics icon Stan Lee, tells the story of how Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider gaining amazing powers. And the comic book shop says the book is not even in that great shape. It's pretty well-worn, but they expect it will go for well over $35,000. Now, $35,000 for the first appearance of Spider-Man, it's actually pretty low since it's all about the condition. This one's pretty beaten up, but... If you had a near-mint copy of that Spider-Man comic, it would be worth more, a lot more. In 2021, a near-mint copy of that exact book, Amazing Fantasy number 15, sold for $3.6 million at auction. So that Spider-Man comic is a valuable one, but it's actually number 2 on the list of the most valuable comics of all time. As of 2023, the most expensive comic book Uh, sale of all time is Superman number one. It recently sold for $5.3 million. And even though it's Superman number one, that comic is technically not the first appearance of Superman. If you're a bit of a nerd who likes that stuff. The first time people saw the red cape and the tights, was in Action Comics No. 1, published in 1938. And you can probably picture that. The cover is a little more iconic. Uh, Superman is Lifting a Car. Written by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, Action Comics No. 1 became known as the first superhero comic and the start of the golden age of comic books. Um, for many years, that was the most expensive one, but uh, it's now number 3, uh, selling for $3.4 million last year. Uh, At number four on the list is Captain America number one, a copy sold last year for $3.12 million. That comic came out in 1941 with a pretty iconic cover. It's Captain America punching Adolf Hitler. It was wartime. Marvel Comics number one from 1939 is number five going, uh, for $2.4 bucks last year. And uh, Marvel Comics is an important comic because not only was it the first appearance of the Human Torch, it was the first time they called uh, the comic Marvel Comics, changing the name from the old name of Timely Comics. I think they might be the right choice, but it's not just comics. Lots of old collectibles continue to go up in value and you might have some in your home right now, according to American Collectors Insurance, which is part of their business, uh, constantly appraising stuff. The hottest collectible right now is coins. They say coins continue to gain value. They're at the top of the list. Also vintage toys, sports memorabilia, record albums, and trading cards, whether it's hockey or Pokemon. Even old VHS tapes are beginning to become collectible. But only certain titles, if you've got any old classic Disney movies on video cassette, you might be sitting on a gold mine. It's hard to believe, but a sealed VHS copy of Beauty and the Beast sold on eBay recently for $37 thousand seven hundred and seventy seven dollars it was a special edition that is now almost impossible to find so uh scour your house you might have something very valuable i'm martin strong this is vancouver consumer and coming up medically assisted dying. It's been legal here in Canada since 2016 and is getting more popular every year. And I've got that story along with all the other consumer news of the week when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.